You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Trash Pandas. I'm Lindsay, and this is my fabulous co-host. You sound so excited to be here. Hi, I'm Lauren. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I am. <laughs> It's much later than we're used to. Maybe yeah, it is. This is my bedtime. I was about to say, I think that last time we were like done by 10. We were. And I think I was like in bed by 1030. <laughs> so that's my life. Um, so we were just talking about what we were watching this previous week. And you said you weren't really watching much, right? I mean, I'm watching TV, but I'm watching like the usual suspects, you know, the things that I always watch. So like, you know, thousand pound sisters and, you know, <laughs> all that kind of like trashy bullshit. It cracks me up that you watch that show. Dance moms. Um, yeah, well, okay. I never used to watch like thousand pound sisters. Like, I guess it's the second season. I didn't really watch it like before, but then, um, like my friend Becky said that she started watching it and I was like, okay, I guess I have to watch it now. And then I like, I had seen like an episode or two before that, but like now I'm like, I'm all the way caught up. I've seen both seasons. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, oh shit. I've been watching Um, Unexpected after um, 90 Day because it comes out. I like Unexpected. I like Unexpected a lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. But I have to tell you about what I've been watching. So first I watched Bling Empire on Netflix which is about the really, really, really wealthy Asian friend group living in LA. And it was good. I mean, it's totally mindless television. Like you can be scrolling on Facebook and half-ass paying attention, you know? It's one of those shows, but it was really good. It's nothing too deep. Like it's very surface. There's this one woman, her name is Anna. And she is like, her dad was an arms dealer and she is worth like $600 million. And she is just like fantastic and like weird and eccentric. And it's worth watching just for her. Um, so I watched that. Then I watched Unorthodox on Netflix and that was amazing that one you have to pay attention to it is much more it's deep but also they speak um uh yiddish so you have to read like a lot of the subtitle I mean part of it's in English part of it's they like go in and out of yiddish and English but it is so so good my sister said to watch that too I cannot recommend it enough. Like that. I watched like a documentary that was like about like that kind of same thing. And I thought it was also called unorthodox. And then she was like, yeah, you know, there's a show. And I was like, that actually sounds really good. I want to watch it. Yeah. I watched a documentary too, but I can't think of the name of the documentary. And I thought it was something about unorthodox, but that's what I thought too. Okay. So maybe it was, but the the TV show is different. Yeah. Really good. Um, And then the last one I watched is Family Karma, which is on Bravo. And they're coming out with a second season, like, really, really soon. When it first came out, I don't know why I just, like, wasn't that interested. Maybe I had too many shows to watch on Bravo. Right. But it's about, like, this really tight-knit Indian community living in Miami. And it's so good. Like, you end up loving these people. It's a reality show. But, like, they are so much better than the normal reality stars. Like, they're actually likable. And you, like, become invested in their lives and their relationships. And all of their parents are, like, highly involved in their lives. And it's just so cute to see, like, all their relationships with their parents and then each other. And they've all been, like, friends since, like, childhood. So it's, like, real. It's not like these like forced relationships, you know, right, right. That you often get on reality TV. Like this is real. And what's it called again? It's called family karma, family karma. Okay. Yeah. 
that one is really good too. And it's like happy, like none of it is too dark or sad or anything like that. It's just like make you feel good kind of TV. I like that. I love that kind of TV. Yeah. Because of course I love crap and I love trash. Yeah. But you know, also sometimes it's nice to just watch something like just interesting or that like makes you feel happy good. and yeah. lighthearted, you know? And like I don't know what Indian parents do, but like I want to buy a parenting book if I'm ever a parent on like Indian parenting because all of their kids have like the best relationships with their parents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like how did you do that? Like, (laughs) like they're all like so tight and I'm like, it's really cute and I love it. And, um, they're doing something right in their little community in Miami. I love it. I love that. That's cute. I'm gonna have to watch that one. That one sounds really good. Yeah. I loved it. So we are covering the past two weeks of 90 day. You ready for this? Fuck yeah, I am. Are you ready for this? (laughs) I think so. I, (laughs) I don't even know. I was like, like, there's a lot that happens, but then at the same time, some of it is just so drawn out. Like That's, some of the that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, yeah, like half of an episode is dedicated to this one thing happening. And I'm just like, okay, like, yeah. but there, there, you're right. There is a lot that happens though. And it's like, it's weird. Cause I noticed like when I was taking all my notes and stuff, there's like two couples that I'm just like, I have like maybe you know, seven sentences about them. And that's like it. Yara and Jovi have one sentence. Okay. I'm sure that I could guess. I'm sure I could guess uh, what (laughs) What it is, what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Because I have, I have like in my general notes about Jara and Jovi, Jovi, I have like, you know, a decent amount of like notes, like this is what happens, something to like follow along with. But my general synopsis is definitely at the end. Like it's just one sentence as well. So, so why don't we sure. just start with Yara and Joey? Okay, let's do um, it. Here's my sentence. Yara is preggers. <laughs> okay, so that's not the sentence that I have. Was it Jovi's an asshole? Jovi's a jerk. Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, those two things. <laughs> Just general, general consensus. So it's so true. Yeah. So Jovi like returns home from work after being gone for four weeks and Yara decided like she wanted to tell him in person that she was pregnant and she goes to pick him up from the airport and he's like two sheets to the wind and and she's like pissed about it. Always drunk. He's perpetually drunk. But I feel like if you live in New Orleans, that yeah, is, that's just kind of like part of the, the like lifestyle. <laughs> just piss and puke in the street. That, that is why I love New Orleans. Um, right. So, yeah. So he, she, he's drunk, and so she's like so pissed off. She doesn't want to tell him anymore. And then they go out the next day to like walk around New Orleans or whatever. And she stops at a place to get henna done on her hands. And Which I love henna. So I was like, yes, girl, get it. You're going to be so cute after. Dude, when you watch Family Karma, they do bomb henna. I know. I follow this girl on TikTok that does henna. And I like love watching the videos of her actually doing it. But I'm just like, oh, my God. It's so pretty. It's anyway, so yes. Um. So she stops to get head on down on her hands and Joby sits with her and she's like, I can't keep a secret. And she looks at him and like mouths, I'm pregnant. And this is when I start feeling bad for the henna artist because I'm like, awkward. Yeah. How awkward is that? <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this conversation. La la la. They always have these conversations like in public places and like, They'll Other wait until the home. waiter or like waitress is standing next to their table, like, hi, can I get you something to drink? And they're just like, So um I'm I slept with your best friend or something. And it's just like okay, well, I'm gonna leave this Coca-Cola here. You guys let me know when you're ready to order. <laughs> you know, like just kind of like casually back away. Here's your blooming onion. I'll be <laughs> yeah. over there. <laughs> just kind of wave me down if you want to change subject. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So yeah, I felt bad for her too. Um, what happens? Jovi doesn't believe her. Oh, I'm over here. Yep. So Jovi doesn't, yeah, he doesn't believe her, which as soon as he was like, no, I don't believe you. I was like, do not do this to this poor girl. Like she's already had a, uh, miscarriage and you've like left her in another country and you're like hanging, you guys are like now she's in America and she's about to tell you that she's pregnant like very quickly after her. She's only been there for like what, a month or something? I mean, over a month because he was gone for four weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was only there. So like almost prior. two months. Yeah. Yeah, she was yeah. there for two weeks because she said she got pregnant within that two week time frame. And she was like shocked by that. Which I'm like, you know how yeah. that work. Um, but yeah, he was just a total asshole. Like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm never, not even going to entertain this idea. Like until I see a pregnancy test, because I don't believe you. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. So rude. And then that's the part that made me cringe the most was when he actually makes her take the pregnancy test. And I felt so bad for her because he's like, this is a half of a line. Um, so like, you did lie to me, you, you aren't pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, actually, if you like read the box, it says even a faint line is a, is a positive. Well, yeah. And people were pointing out that like, she like peed on it and then rinsed it under the sink. Yeah. But I think she put the lid on it and then rinsed it underneath the sink. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Either way. It's like, don't do that. You know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so he accuses her of being a liar. And then so she takes another one that actually reads, says the word pregnant on it. So there's no denying it at that point. He's not like over the moon happy. Like, he's no, just like, okay, if anything, we'll the, the biggest reaction he has is just like, oh, I'm sorry that I like said that you were lying and stuff. I felt so bad for this girl. I was like, girl, get out now. Great, go home. And then get out now. He says something along the lines of like, at least at least you're here in America and you're not in Ukraine. Like because they what does that even mean? Babies all the time over in Ukraine. Right. What does that even mean? I don't understand. He's just a jack ass. I don't like Jovi. I don't like his mouth. I don't like his hair. Nobody likes Joe. Well, it's really funny because doesn't he, you're like saying you don't like his mouth, you don't like his hair, and I'm like, he looks just like my friend Russell, but I oh. think Russell's attractive. <laughs> yeah, but he looks but like Russell when his like, mouth is closed, and then he yes. opens his mouth, and his I know it's like his, it's like his teeth or something. Very distinct teeth. Yeah, I don't like and that. jawline that was like never fixed. Like, he needed headgear as a child. <laughs> like I had and wore at your house. And you I have a picture, picture of, of <laughs> yeah. we should maybe We should probably post that on Crash Pandas. I know. I should ask my parents if they can bust it out for me. It's like your in like my like, little... Don't um, take a picture. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um... um so nerdy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. But yeah, on. he doesn't believe her and yeah. he makes her take the test. She finds out that she is. He apologizes, but still he's a jerk. That's like the end of that, basically. For me. I don't know if you have anything. Yeah, else. no, that's it. Like, that's it. Okay. Um, um who do you want to do next? You want to do a Mara and Andrew? Okay, yeah. Well, let me scroll. You go ahead and start. So Amira is finally back in France yep. after she was detained in Mexico and then she was sent to Denmark and then now she's finally back in France. And Andrew is in Mexico at the resort fucking living it up. That's is- I was like, he is enjoying the fuck. He's like, they show him getting like a massage. <laughs> He's like laying out in the sun. <laughs> it's honestly like, a movie or like a, <laughs> like a Saturday Night Live skit of like how like unaware he is of what a turd he is. Yeah, absolutely a turd. Um, 
it's like finding Sarah Marshall, but like Sarah Marshall <laughs> never made it to the islands. Like he's just enjoying his oh time on God. the island. Um, no, so he's such an idiot. So, but we find out why she was detained. Um, so she, she goes to like have lunch with her dad or have a drink with her dad. And she tells him that as soon as she landed, she was basically put into like immigration. She was like immediately detained and they took her phone. They took her passport. They took her watch. They took everything from her. So like she couldn't text people. She didn't know what time it was. Like yeah, imagine- she didn't know if it was day or night. That's so creepy. That would, yeah, that is creepy. Like, that would create some PTSD for sure. Yeah. Like, that's traumatizing. I agree. Um, so finally, they gave her an envelope, like, with paperwork that said the reason why she was denied entry, and it was because of no passport. But in the same envelope, they had put her passport (laughs) and they (laughs) handed it back to her. So they lied. Yeah. Like just to like send her home, apparently. It was very weird. Like, okay, so the thing that I noticed about like basically her for like the the past three episodes, every time you see her or they talk about their relationship at all, it's basically her just like telling the same story of like her being detained. So I'm like, I don't really have like a crap ton of notes about them because I'm just kind of like she's she tells her dad about how she was detained and then she talks to Andrew and talks to him about how she was detained. Yeah. Um, so in that conversation with her dad, her dad like warns Mira that he's selfish and that he's not a man. So her dad does not approve of this relationship, but she's oh. like really committed to. Okay. I would. Yeah. I agree with that. 100%. She seems committed because he wants her to like, do it again in like another country yeah Yeah. and that was very weird to me yeah so um andrew and amir are just like talking on the phone and um while he's in mexico he's like telling her everything he's doing and all the fun things that he has planned and then this is funny he said to her it feels a little bit empty without you a little bit empty, like you asshole. You are a schmuck. Jerk. So yeah. um he doesn't even know how good he has it because she's literally like, I'm willing to do this again, even though I was detained and it was and traumatizing she's like for me. Way hotter than him. Way hotter. Like, like I don't understand. I do not understand the match at all. Yeah, me either. Anyway. So um he's basically freaking out about using this visa because they're going to run out of time. They have like 30 days left on a visa, but the borders are still closed. It, at this time, it doesn't look like they're going to reopen. So he said, we're going to have to try this in another country. And she's basically like speechless that he's like even entertaining the idea of having her go through this again. Um, So this time he's talking Serbia, but he wouldn't even be able to meet her there this time. Like she would have to do this all on her own. So she'd have to go to Serbia, quarantine for 14 days, and then fly into the country, which I should look that up. Cause like, what's the deal with Serbia? Like why? Yeah, I don't know. I was also wondering about that because like, they were like, okay, so you can fly from, like you can gain access to America somehow. Like, from Serbia? From Serbia. That's just I don't bizarre. know. That's just like the idea that I got from it was that like he was saying that, oh, like yeah. over there they'll like let you in. But I'm just yeah. like, I don't understand. But she is nervous because I guess Serbia has like a ton of COVID cases at this time. Yeah. So she's like obviously really hesitant about this. She goes out to like lunch with one of her friends and her friend, she's telling her friend about this and her friend's basically like, you're not going to do it, right? Like, I can't even imagine you would be entertaining this idea because it sounds crazy. Yeah. Because it is crazy. It is crazy. Right. So. They should not be doing this, but okay. 
Yeah. I wonder if we're ever going to see them like actually be together. I don't like actually in the show. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. Let's move on. Um, want to do Rebecca and the end? Sure. Um, that one is also a really short one for me because I literally have two things written down. Because they they weren't in the episode last week. Yeah, they weren't in the first in the first episode that we covered. And then they were in this one, but it was for like such a it wasn't a brief period of time, but it was like kind of like not a lot was it was like one situation happened. So her friend comes over to visit and you know they're all kind of like like the general consensus after they're all talking and stuff she eventually kind of like reveals that um that rebecca had lived in the same apartment um complex with her ex which we already knew and then now she you know was compulsively wanting to tell him about this for some reason so now here it is and of course she just starts crying like instantly is just like, Ugh. yeah. And he's like, I was actually shocked at like the way that he took it. Cause I felt like he, there was not really that much of a reaction. Yeah. He was, just, I was like, wow, we spent a lot of time leading up to this thing. Building up have basically just be right. like, okay. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, Melanie was a jerk. Her friend Melanie was a jerk. Well, like, yeah, absolutely. She was like, you know, I'm a private investigator and why aren't you working yet? And it's like, dude, he literally is well, he can't. not allowed to work. And right. she's like, well, you know, this isn't a vacation. What is he supposed to do right now? There's literally nothing for him to do right now. Yeah, I agree. He was just, she was an a-hole. And then Rebecca was like, you know, I feel bad because every single person here that he's met... <laughs> Has like, has like been rude to him and like right. has, has nothing positive to say. And so she was like, it's kind of embarrassing. Like, I feel bad for Ziad and I kind of do feel bad for him. Like, he doesn't really deserve all this shit that he's getting. Yeah. You know, he's I agree. Not, he's not her ex. Well, she shouldn't have been like approaching him like that. It, you don't approach anybody like that. Like you don't know this oh, yeah, guy. No, no, no. This is his first impression of like America and Americans and your friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, maybe don't like just come at him. A lot of these like couples, whenever their like family meets them, I feel like that's kind of like what the family does. They start like grilling. Yeah. And it's like coming here alone is probably very, very overwhelming let alone now I have to meet all of your friends, be in a strange place, get Not, used to being. I don't fluently speak the language. Like, right. Like I don't have easy access to my family, my friends. Yeah. I can't just like leave the house whenever I want to, because they don't have a driver's license or like whatever. And they're just, you know, the American host or whatever has to work and like do whatever. So it's like, you know, he's just like, as soon as he got here, he was immediately like, okay, well, I have to work tomorrow. And so you're going to be here alone. And he's left in a fucking apartment with no furniture. You know, I don't think that she even left him any food to eat, you know? know? Yeah. He was now instant coffee. (laughs) And now he's like inside of this house meeting this girl's friend for the first time and being grilled about like when he's gonna work and how he's gonna provide for the family and like all this stuff it's like give the guy a break yo yeah seriously um yeah I don't have anything else that was literally it that was it that was everything that happened I have uh, the other short one that I have is Hazel and Tarek oh I didn't even write them down you didn't write them down (laughs) no Okay, well, I'm just going to give the cliff notes of it because it wasn't that interesting except for, um, so they're looking for a new girlfriend. Yeah. And um, because obviously we remember that, you know, she's, they had like the little like three-way relationship with Minty or Mindy or whatever, but it's Minty. And um, so they're like kind of like looking on like a, like a dating site for somebody that they like. And Hazel kind of goes into her own little um, general synopsis of like what she's looking for in a female partner. And she wants dark skinned 
American women. That's what she finds attractive. Yeah. <laughs> that's all she was like, that's what I find attractive. So okay. okay. It's just very like vague. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all yeah. right, cool. You're not like looking for like a petite girl or like a tall girl. You yeah, know no, I mean? she like, didn't care about that, or she didn't seem to at least. No, she does not care. She's she just that's she knows what she likes. So yeah. um and then like halfway, you know, they're looking and, and he's talking to her about like whether or not like, you know, being like getting jealous, you know, and I think that's really cool that he was like ready to have that conversation with her and be like, you know, like, let's agree now that, you know, like if, if we're jealous about something that we like are open about it and talk about it because we can't have a, like a remix of, and also he brings up that he doesn't want um, his daughter around it at all. And she yeah, agrees. And- I mean, I think they're doing everything right to yeah. to do this. Like, they seem to be very open with their communication. And, yeah. Like, they've set boundaries. And, I mean, it's cool. Like, if that's your thing, awesome. I was, like, I super happy to see that they were, like, like representing. Yeah, they were representing uh, Thruples pretty pretty nicely, you know, talking about yeah. boundaries and stuff like that. So. Anyway, after that, you know, basically in the middle of the episode, it like cuts out to like a red page and it's just like, oh, they were put in lockdown. And then like oh, yeah. the producer, they make it all dramatic. Like the producers are like, get out, get out, like run another house. Like, like suddenly they're right. I'm like, I don't think you need to literally like run from the house. Run out of the house. Right. Okay, <laughs> TLC. Very, very weird. I was like, yeah. what is going on? It was weird. Um, And then, yeah, they just like kind of continue on looking for their, oh yeah, she talks about um, what it's like being bi and, you know, and like that her sister is also bi, where like, you know, where she comes from, it's like, you don't really talk about being bi and stuff. So that was actually kind of interesting. And I liked that little tidbit. Not only that, like in the Philippines, like they can kill you. Yeah. It was definitely like interesting to listen to talking about it. Yeah. It's yeah, the Philippines is like not a place you want to live if you are like anything but heterosexual. Yeah, I agree. So that was um, pretty interesting. Um, and that her sister is bi too, so that's cool. Yeah. So she at least had somebody to like talk to about it. If yeah, if she came out to her sister, I don't know. Well, I mean, I would assume that. She would have if she knows that her sister is bi. But I mean, maybe yeah. she just knows her sister's bi and her sister doesn't know that she is. But either way, it's like, you know, she talks to somebody. Yeah. That's cool. Um, that's all I really have for them. That's really they're really short. Those that that couple I don't think was on the first episode either. No. So whatever. All right. We'll sit down. Um the last three are good. Mike and Natalie. Okay, Mike and Natalie. I said my very first note is Natalie is still super annoying. <laughs> and uh, yeah. can't stop speaking with her jaw clenched. Yeah. <laughs> She's an oddball. I need to see more clips of her like putting food in her mouth because I don't think that her jaw actually moves. Moves. Yeah, I think that she just like kind of like <laughs> tries to shove it between her teeth we haven't seen this yet but she only eats mashed potatoes (laughs) (laughs) that's all she can actually get she drinks soup (laughs) out of a straw so mike's mom is coming and they're like cleaning the house and mike explains his mom is hard-headed and natalie's like what does this mean and so he looks up a definition and it's the worst possible definition of hard-headed yeah it's practical and realistic and then natalie takes the phone and reads in addition to not sentimental and natalie's like oh oh oh, no no we will not get along because i'm sentimental i'm like that is not hard-headed yeah and i didn't think that was when they read it i was like that's very weird that they would describe it that way but practical and realistic that's not hard-headed also like the fact that she like went straight to like we're not going to get along there's no way that we're going to get along I was like man you're really going into this with a positive attitude 
That is you just know? so Natalie, though. Like, that's Natalie, I feel like. She's just like, You're right. awful. So, anyways, so um, Mike's mom comes to visit and he's like super annoying when she comes. He's like, Hey, Mama Sita, fresh kicks. <laughs> I'm like, Who are you all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Suddenly so, you like have a personality or something. Um, yeah. His mom, Trish is from Oklahoma and they see each other like once a year, but they talk a few times a week. They're still pretty close. And her bangs are like the top of a shit Tzu's head. It <laughs> is. Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's a lot. And she must go to a good groomer. Yeah. And <laughs> just my little barrette with like a, it, Sticking up a little <laughs> bow, a little yeah. blue bow. <laughs> but it's like she's got the bangs, and then like, <laughs> and then like long straight. Yeah, hair. it's like very like, like she kind of like the, her bangs got stuck in the eighties, and then <laughs> the rest of her like went to like two thousand three. No, I don't even know what it is. It's, <laughs> it's a situation. It's a lot. So Mike and Trish are like joking and teasing and Natalie is just sitting there like a weirdo and explains she doesn't understand the joking. Yeah. She has has zero sense of humor. She has zero sense of humor. She is the worst. Love Davison walking behind you. (laughs) This is my life now. Dinky's been uh, begging for food this entire time right next to me. I'm sure you can't hear her. So... Um, they go out to dinner. Natalie tells Mike not to eat butter. And his mom says, butter is good for you. Good for your mind. Oh yeah. She like 100% believes that. And I almost <laughs> wanted to Google it, but then I was like, don't Google that. You know, butter. I wanted to Google it too. <laughs> but okay. I was like, okay, maybe it has something to do with like fat and like, okay, hold on. I'm going to Google it. I could see that being like a thing. Even it might not be real, real, but the producers asked her, like, on the side, like, how is it good for your mind? And she's like, memory. It helps memory. <laughs> um, uh, products like butter have been linked to reduced risk of obesity, diabetes, and heart problems. Nothing with your brain. It's rich in nutrients and beneficial compounds. And, but it says, but still, butter is high in calories and saturated fat and should be enjoyed in moderation. But I guess butter can technically be good for you, I suppose. <laughs> Damn. I mean, but she said it's good for Mama your Mike. mind. Yeah, good for your mind. Yeah, specifically. Hmm. So um, Natalie basically tells his mom that she feels like unsure and insecure because, and that's why she hasn't unpacked her suitcases yet because there's not a date for the wedding and she hasn't gotten the ring back. And his mom basically makes Natalie see that giving the ring back to Mike in the first place was wrong. And Natalie yeah. actually like apologizes. And how Natalie didn't think that that was wrong at all to begin with is like beyond me because of course. Right. So um, Natalie then explains she's stressed about having a, a date for the wedding because her mom needs a visa to come. So it's more than just like about them and setting a date. Like their mom, the mom needs like to go through this whole process in order to be right. there. So his mom suggests setting a tentative date. And Natalie seems very happy. And Mike is actually on board with this. And then his mom privately says to the cameras, she doesn't think it's going to work out. I know. That was my favorite part of the entire episode was <laughs> mom Mama Mike getting right into it and just being like, I don't think it's going to be long-term. I mean, maybe I think that she they're going to get, she, she basically said, I think they're going to get married, but I think they're going to get divorced too. So. Maybe she is that definition of hard-headed. Like she is realistic and practical. Yeah. Damn. Uh, damn. Redefining <laughs> hard-headed. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Mike, mom. 
So the next day they're like eating breakfast. Natalie's mom calls. They tell mama Natalie she's ecstatic for them, happy for them. And then Natalie cries when she hangs up because she misses her mom. And like that actually made me feel bad for Natalie. Yeah. hard to do because I do not like Natalie. The one time that I feel bad for Natalie. But like, it's sad because you can tell like her mom means like the world to her. So Mm -hmm. that was sad. And then like Mike's mom even like tears up about it. So mom goes home. Um, and Mike is still like saying weird things. Like he's like, we still have to like get to know each other in these 90 days and stuff. And I'm like, you guys have been dating for years. Yeah. Like you don't need to really get to know each other. You need to decide whether or not you want to marry this girl. Yeah. Like should or get off the pot, dude. Either break up with her or already know. Like, right. And if you're doubting it now, then it's probably not a good idea to get. And you only have 90 days to plan this. So what the fuck are you waiting for? Like nothing is gonna nothing. Um, let's just talk about the fact that for literally every time you see him, he looks and sounds absolutely miserable. Yeah. Like he's dead. He's just like, everything is like the worst inconvenience to him. And I'm just like, I get it because I would feel that way with Natalie too. He's soul crushing. Yeah. Literally just like, (laughs) like sucks all of the energy out of you. He's a succubus. (laughs) Yes. And I get it, but I'm just like, this guy is miserable. Why are you getting married? Why are you doing that? Yeah. I'm like, what epiphany are you going to have? in the next two months that's going to make you be like, yes, this is a good decision. You know, it's like, you're too deep, but like shit or get off the pot. Like you said. Yeah. it's time. So in order for them to get to know each other better, they're going to go on a hike. And (laughs) so first the day starts off with like Natalie puts on a little bit of makeup. To go on this hike. I get this. I'm a girl. Like sometimes. I want to look good for you. Sometimes. Well, and not only for you, for yourself. Like she probably hasn't left the house or done anything. So she's like, all right, I'm going to put on some lip gloss and some mascara. Whatever. So Mike like berates her for this in the car. Like, oh, you're doing your makeup and stuff. Like teasing her about it. But it's like, do you hear her crying? Yeah. She's like on level five for like ever. <laughs> She's annoying the crap out of me. Anyways, so um yeah, he like is like giving her shit basically about like putting makeup on. And she is like immediately put off by this. And I don't blame her. Like, why am I siding with Natalie right now? But like I get it. Like, don't. Don't say anything about my appearance unless it's you look hot or you look beautiful. Like, yeah, just just don't comment. Yeah. No need to. I agree. I was just like, there was no reason for him to make a comment. I think he was intending on being playful about it. Like, like, um, just because like, okay, like my boyfriend sometimes will be like, I don't know. We'll like make comments, but it's like he makes a comment to be like he he like te- like teasing, and it's supposed to be like funny. But she doesn't obviously she doesn't understand that, and they don't have that like type of relationship. You know what I mean? So, yeah, sure. um, yeah. So I said that the next thing that I put down was that she just sulks because she sulks about everything. And then she basically sulks and and uh, does that until they get to the trees, and <laughs> and she married Catherine Gallagher that and tree. Then she married Catherine Gallagher that <laughs> bitch. <laughs> she literally made out with this fucking tree and was like hugging it and smelling it, it and so 
bizarre. He like starts like frolicking like in the woods and stuff and acting like a child again. And he's just like, what is going on? You can tell that the producers are like, what the hell? Well, the producers ask Mike, what is going through her mind right now? Yeah. Mike's like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, I feel so bad for him because like every time that the producers ask him anything, he's just like, yep. That's what's <laughs> happening now. And I'm just like, oh my God, this guy like hates it. <laughs> he literally hates it. Why is he doing this? Dude, if my fiance was making out with a tree in the middle of the woods, like I would hate it too. <laughs> I would be like, what are you doing? I would be like, we need to go to the hospital. You're being weird. Because like, something's happening in your brain. Yeah. You need to go to a psych ward. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, she dra- she suddenly drains the tree of its life force and she is in heaven. <laughs> oh my God. You just see the spirit of the tree like entering her and she's like, <laughs> you know, it, like dies instantly. And she's like super. It human. just turns to ash. Yeah, like literally. I don't know. That's just how I feel about her. I think that like she just sucks everything, yeah. everything out. And then all of a sudden she's like manic and like, yeah, she's- you know what I mean? Frolicking <laughs> like, around and shit. And then, Dude. you know, as soon as like she runs out of the energy, she's just like depressed <laughs> and terrible and has to suck everyone down too until she feels good again. It's just so bizarre how she is. But so, yeah, um, the next thing is they go to a store because Natalie needs something to make the house smell better. God. Um, so they go to the store and they have a fight in the store, basically about the wedding. And because um, it's been a full week and they haven't planned anything. They haven't made any plans despite them already like picking a date. Like they still like Mike refuses to like make any plans. So like when his mom was there, he was like, okay, we'll do this and we'll do that. And then like mom leaves and he's right back to his, like not wanting to do anything. Right. And so I kind of understand Natalie's frustration here again, because she's like, okay, even if we have a small wedding, cause he's like, well, I just want to like sign some papers and just do like a small ceremony. And she's like, okay, even if we have a small ceremony, we need to plan it. Like it still needs yeah. to be planned. Like, what are we going to do then? So, um, yeah, they have a fight in the store. It's super awkward. And then Mike's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And just like walks away because he's annoying. And that's like the end of it for them. Yeah. I basically think, like, that's all I had. Yeah. That is basically it. <clears throat> Who's next? So um, we can either, there, we only have two couples left. So we can either do Stephanie and Ryan or. Stephanie and Ryan is shorter for me. And then. Uh, oh. The other one is just a little bit longer, but not like that my much. I'm opposite. So whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, I'm already on Brandon. So let's okay. just do that. Okay. So. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Brandon and Julia. Julia. So Brandon and Julia. Um, okay, so she's like kind of like cleaning out the animal pens and like being a, like a slave to the home and, you know, being reprimanded by his parents constantly. He's their and, Huh? He's their peasant. Yeah. He, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's just really bizarre, the entire dynamic of that relationship with his parents. But um She's like cleaning out these animal pins and stuff. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to call my dad and complain about where I live and say that I want to come home. So she does. She calls her dad. And basically, um, she's just saying that, like, you know, she like misses being home. And I liked that her dad called him my happy, called her my happiness. I thought that was super cute. I like loved that. Yeah. Very cute. And he was saying that, um, you know, she's explaining like how the relate the dynamic is going in the family and everything. And he's just basically saying like, you need to move out. Like he explains that like the day after him and his wife got married, uh, they moved in a, into an apartment the very next day. And he said that that's basically what he thinks that they should be doing. They need to 
move because she's obviously unhappy, you know? So I really liked her dad saying all that and, and kind of like getting behind her and stuff and being like, yeah. And he, he says like, you know, he's the man of the house. So he needs to like take charge and like do something about it, you know? Um, and she's like getting really frustrated too, because she says like, um, that she doesn't like that. Brandon says that they will move soon, but then he never really gives a timeline. And I don't blame her for feeling that way. I think that when you are, making plans for your future and talking about getting married and stuff. And you say, we're going to move soon. It would be a lot less daunting. Even if you said in a year, I'd be like, okay, well then in a year we're moving. And if we don't, then that's an issue. You know? So I don't like blame her for being like suspicious about him because he doesn't really give her any kind of time on anything he says ever. So she goes and calls Brandon to tell him that she wants to move. And she's like, I can't, I know he's at work right now, but um, I don't want to wait to talk to him until later. I want to talk to him right now. It's so yeah. funny though, too, because like the first thing she says to him is, I look like a pig. I look like a pig. <laughs> she has like some dirt on her face. Oh my God. It's so cute. So funny. But yeah, she calls Brandon and like starts talking about how she wants to move. And he's like saying stupid shit. Like he's saying like, um, you know, like, uh, why don't you want to just take care of cute animals? Dude, I literally wrote that. Yeah. Like Brandon thinking this is about that is so dense. Like he can't be that stupid. Right. And that he's just sounds like a huge schmuck. Like what's wrong with taking care of a few cute animals? Like. Fuck off, dude. Yeah. And Julia basically is like, I hate you. That's what she's Yeah. Like. She says, I hate you now. <laughs> and that if that if they don't move, that she wants to go back to Russia. Yeah. And um right. So it's it's a really big problem, right? So eventually I'm skipping if I'm skipping around, let no, me know or no. interrupt. Okay, so um eventually he goes to dinner with his parents to kind of like talk to them about uh the conversation that he had with Julia. And, um, he's, he kind of like wants to like bring a bargaining chip back to Julia to convince her to stay. So he starts asking what, what's up? I was just going to say like when he first like brings it up, like his mom, like fake cries. Yeah. And he like is like straining like a turtle, like trying to like poop. Or something. He's like, there's no tears coming out, but she's just like, like her mouth gets real tight. (laughs) And she's trying her best to try to cry. Cause she what because she knows this will manipulate Brandon. Yeah, she knows exactly. She knows that this is is gonna make him like she also was saying things like the fact that she would even make you choose between us, like makes me so sad. And it's like how did you not know how unhappy this girl was? You have been nothing but an asshole to her. Right. Like, and, the, and the dad is like gosh, being a total dick about it too. Yeah. Being such an asshole. And he's just he's like, like, you need to tell her like, no. and huh? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, really, mister? Like, you can't even stand up to your wife, Betty, for two seconds. Because right. as soon as Brandon brings up like, okay, well... Maybe we'll stay on the farm if you can let us sleep in the same room. And Ron's like, no, no, no. Yeah, out of the question. Betty's like, wait, Ron, wait, let's just talk about it. Then all of a sudden his tune totally changes. So you listen to what your wife says too. Yeah. So don't be mad. He was pissed. He was pissed that he was, that he was even asking that. And I was like, I knew that was going to be the bargaining chip anyway, but you know, it's like the, like his dad is like so pissed about it. And it, it drives me crazy. Cause I'm like, I understand where she's coming from in the sense that like, you don't let them sleep in the same room. So they don't have any time alone together. And then he's at work all day. And then when he comes home at night, like they have to wake up super early. So they go into bed and he's been at work all day and stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, this is the time that they need to like get to know each other before they get married. And, you know, 
And I think that I really actually hope that they do move out because honestly, like they need to, I can't, I can't watch them with their mom and dad anymore because they're assholes. Yeah, no, they're assholes. Yeah. So he Um, goes back to Julia and tells her like they can sleep in the same room and this like appeases her for now. Like he's like, okay, this will work for now for a little bit longer. Right, and she's kind of skeptical, too, because she's like, oh, how long is it going to be until, you know, yeah, they get into another argument, you know what I mean? Like, she's with his parents all the time, and they are angry about everything all the time. Yeah, And he also says that she doesn't have to take care of the animals anymore. Oh, really? I missed that part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, okay. So I was kind of wondering, like, how that's going to go, how... She's going to, like, not take care of the animals and they get to sleep in the same room. How is that going to happen? But, I don't know. We'll see. I can't wait to see that come up. Um, But he says that he wants her to be, you know, happy and wants to keep her there. So. Yeah. He's definitely putting her first and, like, definitely. And she's willing to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see. All right. Last couple, Stephanie and Ryan. Stephanie and Ryan. Mine's really short for them. So, um, Stephanie, we see her, like, getting ready to go to Blaze. And she's, like, she buys him a bunch of shit. And she's, like, I got him. I got him this because he loves skulls. And she gets him all these watches, a $3,000 watch. She's, like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And she brings... She brings the ring that her dad gave her mom when they got married because she wants him to propose with this ring. And um, I would not be leaving that ring there. Hell no. You know that ring. That ring is in a pawn shop right now. (laughs) Along with that $3,000 watch. Right. Because he happens to lose things all the time. So, um... She arrives in Belize wearing a mask with the picture of her and Ryan. Oh my God. I wrote down weird mask with pick of them. Yes. Why? What is it with like these 40 to 50 year old women wearing all like this apparel with. That's literally just. Pictures of their. Pictures of them. (laughs) So weird. The weird trend we're setting. So um, we finally meet like Ryan and he says he was 23 and a half when he met Stephanie. Wait, can I pause for one second and just say that I also wrote down that a lot of the gifts that he got, that he got from her were like idiots. Like that giant ass watch, like on his tiny ass. Oh yeah. Oh, I wrote about that. I'm like, the watch is just going to slip right off this $3,000 watch. Yeah. All the stuff. It was hideous. Well, I even like made a comment like, okay, what she was wearing. Like, like, what are you wearing? It's very weird. weird. Very tacky. Um, so and she also looks like she's on something. Yeah, absolutely. And, she's on a whole bunch of Percocets. Yeah. And at first I was like, maybe it was just the plane ride. Like to like, maybe like she's, she's like zannied out or something. There's something she, happening. She couldn't keep her eyes open. But no. then she's the exact same way at dinner. Like she can't keep her eyeballs open. She like spills her margarita. I'm like, she's <laughs> on She's on some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's probably her weird injections she takes every morning. Right. So when she gets to Belize, she gives them all these gifts, just like a mom. Try them on. I want to see how they fit. Right. Um, I know you lose a lot of things. Please don't lose this one. She's just like, his mom. it's like weird. The whole thing is weird. So, and, uh, oh yeah. She's like, since I'm not sure if you've been a nasty boy, I bought glow in the dark rubbers. Yeah. Like literally from Costco, like, a, like an economy sized. <laughs> it's literally like a barrel of glow in the dark rubbers. And then it's like, well, who are the, who's he supposed to be using them on? Cause we know that your fucking dry ass vagina is not doing that. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they apparently do it four times a night, something I never needed to know. Um, she then goes through his phone, the sign of every healthy relationship. Yep. Um, he removes the password for the next two weeks. So she's comfortable. So she can go through his phone whenever she wants. So weird. So, um, I wrote side note, the watch is huge on him. That's what I know. <laughs> um, oh, this was interesting. So in like, uh, confessional or whatever that is he says he wants to make things work with stephanie because he's in way too deep and he wants to get to america and see what america looks like yeah so i also wrote that admission of your intentions like you are not you're doing this to get to america absolutely (laughs) and she's wealthy too um so they go out to dinner and he wears a head wrap with skulls and flames on and it. flames. <laughs> and she like, she brought it for him. And oh my God. Like, I love when you wear your hair like that. And I'm like, okay, a head wrap. I thought you were trying to like look at his hair, but now you have it covered up completely. Right. <laughs> She's like very fixated on his hair. Yeah. So like head wraps can look good, but one with skulls and flames. <laughs> No, and they, we're like to like a pretty decent restaurant. So they're like sitting outside, they like eating lobster. And lobster. Yeah, and he's, like sitting there in his like skull and flame. I literally wrote like, "Damn, I want Ryan's food, lobster with shrimp." <laughs> I just want to go to Belize and stay at this hotel. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, they talk at dinner. She gives him the ring. And she's like, it's now yours to hold on to. I was like, that's stupid. You just said how he loses shit. And you're yeah. going to trust him with, like, your family heirloom? Okay. Because I, I think that she's hoping that she'll have it back by the end of the trip, though. Ugh. Like, she's not actually leaving it there. So, um, the next day, we see them, like, in bed in the hotel and... She brings up how, like, they didn't have sex last night, and she was wondering why, because it's been 10 months, and, like, so has he had sex with other women, and he was like, well, you said you were tired, and your stomach hurt, and, like, whatever, like, I was doing it for your well-being, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, like, what, I I really don't want to think about their sex life. Their entire thing is really funky to me, and I don't Mm -hmm. like it. Mm -hmm. So, um, then she tells Ryan about Harris, which is she slept with Ryan's cousin. But what is, so two things that are mind-boggling about this is, one, Ryan already knew about it, which I was like, that's amazing. That he already knew about that. Like, Stephanie thought she was, like, sly or something. Yeah, and keeping had, some, like, like, big secret. Right, had this huge secret in here. The thing is that pissed me off about it is, like, the way that she said it. Like, she was just like, well, do you want to know the truth? <laughs> and he's just like, you always tell me the truth. And then she's like, well, he said I was attractive. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And then, so you, so you fucked this you fucked his cousin. And he's like, yeah, I already knew that. And she's like, well, God damn it. Are you kidding Are me? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. I can, I inconvenienced you. Right. I you just right. fucked my cousin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I inconvenienced you by not bringing it up when I well, found out about it. Talk about is like, she totally gaslights him. Like, the reason she went and slept with his cousin was because Ryan wasn't giving her enough attention. And right. then and then when he talked to that girl and said, let's meet in Cancun, that was it. That was the last straw. You pushed me to that. You pushed me to that. And I'm like, no, girl. Yeah, no. No, that's not how Make that works. Make your own works. decisions. Right. Like, you, you're the one. No, that's not how that works. You shouldn't be making him feel bad about this. You fucked up. Like... I just didn't like that, like, whole gaslighting. Yeah, because she's fucking nuts. Fuck that guy. He's nuts. So, 
that's all I have with them. I am, um, this season's been pretty good. Yeah, so far so good. I mean, There's like some couples that I could probably do without. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, this, this season so far has been pretty good. I'm excited to see the next episode because that yes. seems like we're going to start actually getting some like real drama yes. happening. But um, other than that, there's been some slow parts and there's been some good parts. So surprisingly good considering that they're dealing with working through a pandemic. And That's true. Through a pandemic, and they have so. plenty of uh, material, apparently. Yeah, so. for sure. So, um, we don't know what we're gonna do for our documentary next week, but we'll keep you posted. We'll figure something out. We'll let we you always, guys know. We always do. <laughs> we should probably so, start doing that like ahead of time. Probably. Like make make like a little calendar. So sorry about that, guys. So people can actually follow along with us. And not I mean, just, we're just getting yes. around to doing our homework. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll start trying to come up with like a list for you guys, like in order of what we're going to do. We'll, I know we keep saying that, but we really need to. So we'll try to not be so trash. I know. But it's I can't hard. help it. <laughs> I can't help trash. I'm too no. much trash. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for joining us and we will see you next week. Bye.